0: This is something I see all the time in fitness too, is people buy these templates and then they just switch their logo out or their name out. It's like a Mad Lib situation for your studio. That doesn't work. Like you are then losing your voice in your niche. Like you are then losing your voice in what somebody else has decided is gonna work for your business that who knows where their studio is. Like, is that actually gonna work? My name is Jess and I am your host here on the Social Strategy Slayer Show, where we talk all things social media for entrepreneurs. Specifically though, how to build your influence and consistently land your ideal clients through the content you're putting out there without you needing to sacrifice your authenticity, your time, or without you needing to run a bunch of expensive ad campaigns. Let's dive in. I'm super excited to talk to you guys today about this because I think that it's something that um, a lot of people have experienced who have worked in corporate America in the past and specifically ad agencies, like a lot of people I know who have worked in ad agencies have experienced this. And I think it's a really important Thing when it comes to learning how to build a social media campaign that's actually going to work, convert, that's actually going to be getting you results. So um, the topic is that I had at one point in corporate America when I was working in ad agency life, I had 27 clients at one time that I was actually running their social media campaigns that I was actually running their, not only their social media campaigns, meaning their Instagram pages, their Facebook business pages, but I was also running their ads, their Facebook ads, and I was running their email marketing all by myself. Um, We had an account manager, we had an SEO person, we had a designer, that was great, but I was the only one like responsible for running these social media campaigns, 27 at once. Now to give you some context, a social media manager should have no more than six clients at a time. And that's a lot, like that's considered a lot. If you really want to have someone help you to really get a result, you want to make sure that they don't have a a bazillion clients. And I wanted to dive into this conversation because for a number of reasons, but one of the major reasons is because a huge piece of why I left corporate was this reason, number one. And number two, there's a lot of reasons why you can't get results when you're having this many clients and kind of like what I realized as I was working on these clients. So um, I was at an agency where quantity was valued over quality. And I've done content about this in your in individual campaigns, like should you be putting out a bunch of content or should you be putting out less content that's of higher quality? And when I say uh, I was at an agency that valued quantity over quality, I meant that the business was run by salespeople, which makes a lot of sense. Sales is really important, but there wasn't really any like true creative like leads in the company that actually like knew what it took to run a really successful social media campaign so they were loading us with like 27 clients like the the average i would say that P, um, number of clients that people had at this agency was that everybody at every at some point at least had at least like 15 to 16 clients at a time and at that point you were like oh i can breathe a little i only have 16 clients and it was in one specific niche that this agency was growing the company But which makes sense because you want to niche down, you want to serve one type of person, you want to have a vertical that you're focusing on. But in this specific company, what that did was all of the content was like templatized. So they were like, well, you should be able to handle 27 because they're all the same. But the truth is like, you can't make all of these businesses the same, like even though they were in the same vertical, they shouldn't have the same message. So because that they were having us give all of these clients the same exact message, none of them were standing out, right? Like none of their messages were actually standing out. None of their messages actually felt like, oh, these are, this is a personal message. Right, So yes, we, we all had a lot of knowledge about this specific industry, which is great, but you can't really like templatize your message to the point where you don't have a unique voice anymore. Like we're to the point where you are just doing what everyone else is doing and you're not actually learning how to build a strategy for your business that you can take and run with that's teaching you how to go after your specific target market, your specific ideal client that you are working to grow, right? This is so, so important. And so there's a couple lessons I wanted to share with you that I learned through working at this company. And it was, by the way, killing me. If anyone knows me, they know that I thrive off of client results. And one of the things that was eating my soul alive was the fact that I had all these clients, I was spending all this time on them None of them were really getting results and nobody seemed to give a crap other than me. (laughs) And I was like, my name is on these clients. Like I care about them. I want to get them results. I want them to be getting better social media content. And everyone was like, well, this is just how we do it. Like, can't you just let it go and come in and not really care? Like if the company doesn't care, can't you just let it go? No, (laughs) who anyone knows me, they know that that's not, that's not how I do things. I like to make sure that it's really, really good, no matter what it is, right? Like that. I'm really excited about it, that I feel really good about it, that I know it's going to be getting people results. And it was killing me. Like, even though it wasn't my business and it wasn't like technically my clients, they were my clients. I felt ownership around them and I really tried to help them get a result either way. But If you have 27 clients that you're running their entire campaign, it's virtually impossible to do that, right? So the first thing I want you to be aware of when you are outsourcing your social media in any way is number one, outsourcing to a company that doesn't have systems or knowledge of campaign building. So the agency that I was at that I'm talking about, there was no like campaign building campaign building, nobody really knew what that was. I would always joke that it wasn't a real agency (laughs) because there was no campaign building. Like if you are going to use marketing to grow your business, you have to know how to build a campaign around your social media. You have to know how to actually build out something that's strategically placed to help you position yourself where you are now in a place to make money in your business. You have to. Like there's just no like If, ands, or buts about it. It's super, super important. And if you are gonna outsource your social media, you really have to make sure, number one, that you're ready. Like, do you have, have you spent time developing your unique message? Have you spent time actually learning how to grow your marketing message? Like, do you even know like who your ideal client is, or are you marketing to everyone still? Like, where are you at in your marketing process? Because if you are not so, so freaking clear on your message, then outsourcing your message is not an option right now. Like that shouldn't even be, people want to throw their social media at someone else and just be like, well, I don't even want to deal with this. I just want to do what I do. Well, are you a trainer? Like, are you a trainer or are you a business owner? Like, which one is it? You know, are you a coach? Or are you a business owner? If you're a coach or a trainer and you don't wanna do any other things other than that, then maybe join someone else's business or maybe just like be cool with where you're at. But if you wanna grow a business, you have to commit to learning how to nail your message. You can't just like be like, oh, I'm gonna outsource it before you are actually ready, before you have sat there and developed a true mission, a true message that you can stand on, right? And then once you have that developed, you have to make sure that whoever you're hiring is not giving their social media managers 27 clients. Like there is no way that somebody can succeed in that environment. Like there is just no way. Like at that point, it's just, there's there's no way. It's very unfortunate. I was like very upset all the time because I thrive on client results. And I thrive on like people actually feeling like they're getting a good result or getting a good product or getting a creative product when they work with me. And in that scenario, nobody was able to feel that way. I, I know that I had a couple clients that I was able to pour into and they worked with us really well and they were happy, but like I knew even for them that they were not getting what I was actually capable of. And that killed me too but the company I was at just didn't care that much. And that's fine, like they don't have to, they're, I'm not judging them in the way they run their business because there's multiple ways you can run a business. I'm just saying to you guys, do not hire a company like that. Because with the kind of goals that you guys have, if you are following me, you guys aren't following me because you want some frilly following, you want a business. Like you want to learn how to grow, your social media in a way that you are actually growing your leads. Like that's what you want. So if you are there, make sure if you are like outsourcing that you are actually learning how to convert first, because if you can't do it, how can they do it? Like if you can't do it, how could they possibly do it? There's just no way they're going to be able to do it. And also, one of the things I want you to start thinking about thinking bigger and thinking differently about your social media campaign is this maybe don't think about how you can outsource but how can you insource so like instead of thinking oh I'm going to hire an agency one day or I'm going to go over here and do this one day can you actually envision you having your own social media department in your company like that is focused on creating amazing social media content That like, you are that kind of CEO where you are insourcing your social media. Like you're building a team with in-house that's gonna crush it. And you like know that they're fully dedicated to you and your brand. And that's the kind of companies that I'm interested in working with. People who wanna insource, not outsource, right? Because when you insource your social media, like it just, the, the possibilities are limitless, right? The other thing I want to say about this too, one of the reasons why none of these clients were getting results is because they were getting lost in this particular niche. So the way they would describe the company is like that they were in one specific vertical. So they had one specific kind of client. I'm not gonna get into that because it's not important. But the thing about it is they were getting so lost in the fact, these clients, that this company was built on creating social media campaigns for this specific type of business. So all of our clients, all of these 27 clients were a variation of the same kind of business. So they were getting lost in this niche, meaning niching down is really important, but you have to still understand your voice in that niche. What do I mean by that? I mean, if you're a local gym. I'm just going to use this as an example. If you're a local gym and you are like, well, my niche is that I am going to be serving kids in my neighborhood. Okay. Awesome. Like you're serving kids. Like, let's just say it's my neighborhood. Let's just say like, okay, Logan Square. like I'm in Logan square, Chicago. I'm running a gym in Logan square, Chicago. And in Logan square, I'm serving kids. Okay. So you think that's niche, but like, what kinds of kids are you serving? Like, are they athletes? Are they not athletes? Are they kids who they want to be athletes, but maybe they're not like as naturally gifted as the other kids. And they're the kids working extra hard. And they're the kids who are like on the field after everybody's went home and they're still practicing because they want to be better, but they're not like naturally athletic right, is that your niche? So that's a lot more clear than like, oh, I serve kids in Logan Square. Even serving kids in Logan Square is much more niche than most fitness studios that I see. But the problem I see all the time is like studios or businesses will just be like, well, I serve everyone. Well, I could help everyone. Or they'll just buy, this is something I see all the time in fitness too, is people buy these templates and then they just switch their logo out or their name out. It's like a Mad Lib situation for your studio. That doesn't work. Like You are then losing your voice in your niche. Like you are then losing your voice in what somebody else has decided is gonna work for your business that who knows where their studio is. Like, is that actually gonna work? And that's what was happening here with these clients, with these 27 clients they were all in the same niche and we were supposed to do very similar things for every single one of them and that was supposed to be how it like they made it work right is like oh well they're all in this same specific thing that they do so you just like kind of update it a little bit based on their location and that doesn't work that does not work so you do not want to get lost in your niche you need to spend time developing your message templates do not work like and by the way I love a template I do offer templates but they aren't templates that actually like change your voice they're they're templates that empower you to learn how to use your own voice right and then the next thing I wanted to share is like if you as the business owner are not present in your social media campaign how possibly can it be successful right like obviously as you continue to build your business, you're going to be less and less and less involved or more and more and more involved, depending on how you run your business, how you want to run your business. But the thing is, if you are not present at all and you just like want to hire someone else outsource find a social media manager, whatever that looks like for you, and you actually are not learning how to do it yourself and you are not present at all, then especially if you're a local business or somebody who's a coach, you have to be present. Like you can't just be like, Oh, here you go. And now I'm, I'm piecing out. That doesn't actually work for anybody. Like that kind of strategy does not help you get clients ever Ever, ever, ever. Like you have got to be present. You have got to realize that you are typically the thing that glues everything together so that you can actually create clients. You and your voice are typically the thing that draws people in. They want to hear from you. They want to trust you. Like that's why CEOs of companies write books and people read them. That's why CEOs of companies have their own personal brands and they speak on stages and they get hired to do different things, right? That is why that is. So if you as the business owner are not present at all in your social media or in your marketing whatsoever, how can you possibly expect to get a result? Especially if it's service-based. If you're a service-based company, if you're a product-based company, it's a little bit different, but if you're a service-based company, you've got to do it. You've got to be showing up. So the the last and final thing I wanted to share is that most people in these kinds of situations are just not set up for a win. Like if you are hiring a company to run your social media, you should ask them these kinds of questions. Like how many people have how many social media like accounts does this social media manager have? Which PS most of you guys if you follow me you're not even there yet. Like you don't you shouldn't even be thinking about hiring an agency or a social media manager unless you're at the point where you can bring one in house, like or have someone in house like start to dedicate their time to being a social media manager, to like learning about social media and becoming a social media manager in-house. Like that is what I see working really, really well. You just have to make sure that that person also isn't completely overwhelmed. Like they can't be all the different things, right? They can't be your like, you know, email marketing expert and this expert and that expert and a trainer and this and that. Like you kind of got to clear off some of the some stuff off their plate so that they can do what it is that you're asking them to do and do it really well that is so 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 important really the bottom line is that don't be in such a hurry to hand off your social media that you make a huge mistake and you hand it off to a company that's giving their social media managers 27 clients Like, you know what I mean? Or you're hiring a VA who actually brands themselves as a social media manager, but they're not because trust me, like that is a thing. Every time I would hire a social media manager, um, I had to train them every single time, every, every single time I hired a social media manager for my agency, me and my team had to train them. Like they were already marketing themselves as a social media manager, but they didn't know what they were doing. Like every time. So you got to be careful. And most people are not prepared to lead that kind of person because their message isn't even clear yet. So you have to get really clear on your message and be like, this is my message. This is my message. Like this is where I'm at. This is where I'm going. This is who I'm attracting in and build a campaign around it. That's how you get results. And if you don't know about how to build a campaign, that's okay. You're not supposed to just automatically know that. Like somebody was telling me like, well, I should know this already. I was like, do you expect somebody coming in from to your business for the first time to know what you teach? Like, do you expect your clients to come in knowing how to train themselves No, otherwise you wouldn't have a business. So like, it's okay if you don't know how to build a social media campaign. Like no one's taught you that. That's not something that you need to go out and become an expert on either. That's why there are programs like mine that exist so that you can learn, right? All right, well, this was super fun. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Social Strategy Slayer. Before you go, before you go, I have something really awesome for you. I have a PDF download on all of the things you need to know about creating an Instagram bio that actually converts. I know that I personally love a visual. I love to download something and actually be able to see what are my action steps. How do I take that next step? Because a huge way that people lose money or lose the game on Instagram is by not having their bio ducks in a row. They don't know how to convert their their profile photos off. Their username is off. Their name is not optimized for SEO. They don't have their bio constructed. They don't know where to put certain things like personal values. They don't know where to put things like what their call to action is. They're all messed up on Linktree. They don't know these things and you need to have your bio in order for you to be able to convert on Instagram. You do. It's the number one thing I tell people when I'm on my audits with them. I go through their bio and I basically tear it to shreds and it's all out of love and it's something you can rinse and repeat. You can use this download anytime you want, but click down to the show notes and click over and download this PDF because it is going to help you keep it in your resource file. Make sure you take action on it today because this is something that up until now I've only taught in my courses, my programs, my VIP days. And still, I I do tell people how to do this for their personal brand on those sessions, but you now have a PDF downloadable guide that cuts right to the chase. How do I create an Instagram bio that converts? I got you. Head to the show notes and take action on it today. Save it in your files. Make sure that you save it, you rinse and repeat it. You can use it anytime you want. So I hope you head down to the show notes, you click that and you download your guide to creating an Instagram bio that converts. It'll take you maybe 15 minutes to update. It will take you no time at all and it'll help you actually create leads from your Instagram. All right, thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone that you love, someone that you know really could use it and don't forget to download that guide. All right, sending you all my love and I'll see you next week.